What are the various liquid dosage forms for internal use? What are the similarities and what are the differences amongst these? What are some quick facts related to injections? All these and much more related information will be poured all in today's episode. Welcome all to Is Pharmacology Difficult podcast. I'm your host Dr. Radhika Vijay, MBBS MD Pharmacology and this is the audio hub. To get the best simplified basic tips, strategies, methods and lots of ideas to learn better, understand better and make your concepts crystal clear. If you really find and if there's a question hovering in your minds, is pharmacology difficult? Lend me your ears for a while and let in the magic of knowledge. Today's symphony of verbal information gonna commence from the talk about liquid dosage forms for internal use. These will be discussed under three broad heads, namely the aqueous solutions, aqueous suspensions and alcoholic solutions. Firstly, let us get to know about the aqueous solutions. These are nothing but watery mixtures containing some more added on ingredients in a watery base. Main routes of administration, they are oral, parenteral and topical. Frequently, you may find added preservatives to these preparations because shelf life of these preparations is short lasting. Okay, let's discuss the various types of these preparations and their wonderful characteristics. The first set is named as elixirs. E-L-I-X-I-R-S These are hydroalcoholic solutions. Their characteristic feature is their sweet taste, which is made by many times using natural extracts of fruits. Yes, it is a natural taste but quite sweet. Now, syrup is a type of elixir having quite high sugar content and its consistency is also thick. Sometimes the drug is spoiled while staying in water, so the drug is dispensed as a dry powder and then we call it as a dry mixture. Now it is used after readily or immediately mixing it in water at the time of administration. And you have to use it after shaking thoroughly. It can be kept for a day. It can be kept for a day or two, not more. Please don't keep it for much more time. Now there is frequent presence of flavoring agents with a few permitted colors. Some good mentions at this particular moment, they are multivitamin syrups and cough syrups. Now let us talk about one more form of elixir that is known as linctus, L-I-N-C-T-U-S. Now what is it and how it differs 
from syrups. Let's know it all. Drug along with the demulcent is formed into a viscous liquid. The most common demulcent used is menthol. You know, no. Just imagine the cooling, soothing effect on the throat. I know you got that sensation. You have to slowly sip this without dilution. Now, some good use of this is as an antitussive. And very good example is a cufflinctus, is what the people or the layman call it. Now, one more dosage form to comment on at this particular moment is liquors. L I Q U O R S. Gaseous in nature, or they may be volatile which can later sublimate. Now, what are they actually? Well, simply medicinal substance made as a watery solution. These are called as simple solutions by the layman. Good examples are iodine solution, liquor ammonia and hydrogen peroxide solution. Now let's turn our ears to the talk about injections. Sterile in nature, either solutions or suspensions in a proper diluent, something like water or oily medium also, added along with preservatives. Now some correct routes of drug administration of these type are subcutaneous, intramuscular administration and you know what generally if we have to opt for an intravenous that is IV route watery solutions they are chosen not the suspensions got it now some good examples to quote here are injection digoxin injection xylocaine few types are available as dry solid powders mixtures in sterile containers and these sterile containers they are known as vials now the question arises how to use this now for such dry injections different vehicles like water or ringer solutions are used to make the proper injection for use and for these some wonderful examples to tell you all are the chloramphenicol injection and the procaine penicillin injection. Now let's talk about the types of injectable preparations which really are effective for long periods. I really mean long periods. You remember long tablets, tablets recharge. You remember spansules? I know, you do. They were quite specific and characteristic, right? Now, when you have to use an injection for a long period, the base is sterile oil. Which oil? Okay, let me tell you that. Something like oleic acid esters or a fixed oil. Now, what is the purpose of using this oil, you know? The oil helps in the slow release of drug. Now, wonderful example I want to tell you here is the testosterone depot injection. 
The brand name is Testoviron Depot. Another example, Flufenazine Depot Injection. And the brand name is Anatenzol Injection. Okay? Now, these were quite very good examples. So, do remember them. Now, let's have a quick look at the fact file of the injections. Let's get started and get set go. First, Aqua solutions are ideal for intravenous or what we call IV injections. The reason being, if suspensions are used, now what I'm talking about, are you paying attention? Aqua solutions are meant for IV use, not the suspensions. And what happens if suspensions are used? The particulate drug in the oils injected, it could lead to the formation of embolism. That is sometimes really fatal, you know. Second quick fact coming up. Sealed glass ampules, they are used or airtight rubber capped vials, they are used. Let's differentiate amongst the two. Let's differentiate among the ampules and the vials. Ampules contain single dose. Vials contain single or multiple doses. Mainly they contain multiple doses. Okay? Next important difference. Ampules are broken just before the use. While the drug from the vial, it is sucked in a syringe by piercing needle through the rubber cap. Unstable drugs in solution, they are generally packed, dry powdered vials and mixed with sterile vehicle just before the drug administration. Similar type of arrangement is of drug insulin. You might be knowing that. It's available in pre-filled syringes. And I'm sure you have seen or you have heard about uh, pen injections too. You've seen some glass polypropylene vessels. To be very specific, I'm talking about glass or polypropylene bottles. And they contain large intravenous infusions, IV infusions. Especially you might have seen these on a chemist shop or in market, right? Am I right? No. Okay. Let's close this fact file now. Else it's gonna overrun the capacity of listening of yours without being able to ask, to, without being able to argue, without being able to ask a question. Yes. I very well understand. These are the limitations. No worries. Let's call it for today with a look towards the brighter side of this ritual. Something like never-ending promises of endless communications frequently all over the weekdays and weekends also to share some day-to-day -day and some of my closely felt experiences. Lot of subject matter and little spices of the fun chat. All intertwined intricately in a crispy audio format. For all the updates and latest episodes of my podcast, please visit www.isfarmacologydifficult.com where you can also sign up for a free monthly e-newsletter of mine. It actually contains a lot of updates about the medical sciences, 
drug information and my podcast updates also. You can follow me on different social media handles like Twitter, Insta, Facebook and LinkedIn. They all are with the same name, is pharmacology difficult? If you're listening for the first time, do follow me here, whatever platform you are consuming this episode. Stay tuned. Do rate and review on iTunes, Apple Podcast. Stay safe. Stay happy. Stay enlightened. Thank you.